This is the Music Storm Podcast, where we discuss music from so many angles, from artists, producers, to listeners, but with the main interest with the music industry as a whole. Today we got Silas, right? Yeah, Silas? Yep. Yeah. Joining me. How are you doing today, Silas? I'm doing excellent. I'm doing excellent. How are you? I'm, I'm doing good, man. Like, some of the listeners probably would not know you, of course, so like... No. No, <laughs> I'm sure they don't. No. Okay. So, like, let's start off. Like, where are you from, and what do you do, Silas? So, I'm from a small little town in southern Manitoba called Altona. Tona. There's not a lot of people. Maybe like five thousand. Um, I'm a singer, songwriter, producer, multi instrumentalist. At least that's what the label is. I don't like to label it, but you know, I gotta fit somewhere. So that's the main. That's thing. what I do. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. So where are you at? Like in your home? Or are you in like a studio? Yeah, right now, so yeah I'm in my uh, it's my basement studio. So okay. So how did you get this like set up? I guess how did you set up this whole entire like room? Because I want I want to know about all. Of this okay, stuff, so. well, it used to be in uh, the room that's actually attached, mm-hmm. uh, which was like, at the time we were just using it for storage. But I was like, mm-hmm. you know, I think I kind of want to just start messing around with doing some recording yeah. so i figured well you know let's see what we can do right yeah i'd kind of always just messed around with garage band as a kid as you do you know yeah as you and do. uh so I, I started getting a little bit of stuff here and there and then gradually i started getting like more into it and i was like you know you know, going to a studio is it's like fun and all, but it can get expensive. So, so you why not try to do it myself? So, you know, as I got more stuff, I moved into this room, which is, you know, it's still not ideal, but mm-hmm. it's a little bigger. We got some more space. Finally got the drums down here. So, wow. yeah. So do you have like other people that come to your studio and record and everything? Or is it like? Yeah, uh, mostly like right now, it's pretty much just my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I do a lot of work virtually, too. So if I'm producing for another artist or trying to collaborate with someone, we can kind of just send files back and forth and oh. work on each other's projects. So that's awesome. I love that. Well, let's go back. So let's let's start from the beginning. So like, okay. what got you into like music and playing guitar and your influences in general, Silas? So like, start from the very beginning. Okay. How did, how did it all start? This is a long story. Okay, <laughs> That's fine. Uh, <laughs> so I've kind of always been like around music. My, my dad's a musician and mm-hmm. his side of the family, there's quite a few musicians. So they used to kind of get together in the summers when I was a kid. And there was a lot of blues music. That's mainly what I grew up like just hearing. And, you know, back then I always thought it was cool, but I was like, how am, how am I going to be able to do that? Right. So, um, yeah, eventually, you know, my dad started trying to get me into guitar and stuff, but, you know, I would just get so frustrated because when you're like trying to start off learning something, it's just frustrating. So then I, you know, get tired of guitar and i'd you know try something new i picked up the bass which is you know really what i fell in love with uh first of all and uh you know whatever i got tired would switch to drums my uncle was giving me drum lessons for a bit uh so you know over time that kind of you know i just started picking up these different things but um yeah it really started with the bass uh so when I was in 
Oh, I was probably about 10 years old. Uh, my family members put together a little blues band and they uh, got a gig at a local blues festival. And uh, I was the bass player. So oh. that was pretty sweet. So that was one of my first like real gigs. And that's kind of when I started getting into it. Really, to me, like I've always just listened to a lot of old music, like mostly from the 60s and 70s. Though I listen to, you know, a fair bit of modern music as well. But listening to that stuff has definitely influenced me. And it was the Beatles and Pink Floyd that really got got me into the whole thing. But especially like Paul McCartney's bass playing just really stuck out to me. Dang. So you got a lot of like old style like influence. Yeah. Interesting. I like that. But with your music style and everything, it's totally different compared to that, though. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting and it, it can be hard to put a label to it because I have so many different influences like, uh, well, later than in high school, a few years later, after I'd been playing with this blues group for a bit, I started a band of my own with two of my friends. Uh, that was yeah when we started high school and uh, that was also like a blues band, but more of like the Stevie Ray Vaughan, like Texas style blues Um Eventually, you know, we had some had some issues or whatever, as bands do. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we released a song in early 2019. Didn't really go too far, but it was a fun thing. But eventually, you know, I had to call it quits with that. And I got asked to be in another band, which was Wild Days. Oh. Um, yeah, we put it on EP. I guess that was last year now. But um, the lead singer, he actually moved away. So he's like in Nova Scotia. So I was like, okay, well, I got to start doing my own thing. But yeah, so yeah, no, you just been like, okay, band after band, it's just it just never works out. So it's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, you just have to start the solo stuff. Like when I first found out about you, it was at Bankside actually last year and everything. That was a great time. Oh, Bankside was great. Every single musician and everything was amazing. Loved it. I've been doing Banks. Well, doing photos for Bankside for the past two years now. So it's like, oh, dang, they went a different direction this year. So it's like, okay, nice. But yeah, like when I first heard you at Bankside, I'm like, yo, this kid's going places. So that's all I'm like. (laughs) Well, thank you. Nice, nice. So what is like your vision and look on music? Like, tell me, like, what do you think about that? So like a lot of it for me, why I do it is because music is my passion. Um, I've never really wanted to have like, a real job so I mean like there's always everyone has the pressure to you know go to university after you graduate and try and get some kind of degree or start working in the trades but none of that has ever really appealed to me um, I graduated just this last year actually and what I got when I graduated was this little note or this letter and it was actually written from me in grade three to myself when I would be graduating. I didn't remember that, but in it, it said that I wanted to be a rock star. So I don't know. And I think that was, that's gotta be like before I actually started playing the instruments. So that that's a sign right there. That's a sign there, Silas. It's like your, your little self's like, yo, 
You could be a rock star, buddy. You could be a rock star. <laughs> I love that. Damn. So I'm trying my best. <laughs> well, if you're trying, you got you got to yeah. succeed. That's the main thing out of it. But uh, yeah, really, like I see myself like as an artist making my art for myself. But you know, I'm gonna start releasing more as Silas Presley because uh, right now I just have the one single out uh, yeah. that I featured on Passing Time, mm-hmm. and. Um, so I just want to start putting out my my music and kind of developing that and collaborating with people. And But I also want to produce for others because I have uh, lots of fun doing that. Uh, recently, actually, uh, me and my friend produced um, this song for Killswitch. Uh, it was out on his uh, latest album. And so that was that was a pretty big step for for both of us. But yeah, that so I, I would like to do more of that. Dang, I did not expect I did not even know about that. What what dang that, man's going in a great direction already. Holy Well thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um let's 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 do a little bit of fun with this. If you could date like any musician in like the world or even a celebrity, who would you date Silas if you could? Well, I do have to say I'm pretty in love with my girlfriend right now. Oh, but but yeah, um, yeah. it's that's totally fine. That's totally fine. Your your girlfriend is the one, the 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 one. I feel like me and her have talked about this too. Okay. Uh, see, from my side, I don't know. It would be Selena Gomez. Okay. See, I used to like think that maybe like five years ago or something. But uh, <laughs> man, I don't know. I think Willow. I don't know if you know Willow. She's pretty cool. I might know. It's, Willow. Uh, it's what? Will Smith's daughter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I she's a that. really, really cool artist. Yeah, she's really yeah. cool. That would be cool. That would be cool. I would love to see a collaboration between you two now. Oh, that'd be that fun. would be sweet. That, that would, would be, be actually cool. That would be interesting. Yeah. That's I want to see what kind of track you, wow. you guys would do, actually. That would be a mix of different genres into one. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh. So, do you think you could get better as a musician? And if you can, how do you think you will achieve that, Silas? Uh, so yes, I think that anyone can always always get better, even if they think they're the best. Well, they're not. <laughs> yeah, you can always be better. So the way I do that is I just, you know, constantly try and work on it. I love doing it. So, I mean, what else am I going to do, right? Yeah. But um, yeah, I just really try and work hard and set goals for myself, long term and short term, and. Um, I've also been doing some courses. They're not actually like through the university or anything, but they're through uh, an arts organization called Creative Manitoba. So I just finished one in November uh, taught by Heather Bishop. Uh, she was she was a really uh, popular artist back in her day. And um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so that kind of taught me like the business side of this whole thing. And uh, after that, I also followed up. Uh, right now, I'm actually doing a mentorship with a guy named Ken Campbell. Oh, so I've heard. Yeah, I'm just name. trying to yeah. uh, get as much, you know, learning as I can from these kinds of people who have, you know, done the whole thing already. So, yeah, nice. gain some of their wisdom, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you got to get in this in this industry. It's a very cutthroat industry that you have to really. It is kind of squeeze your way into and it's it's hard it's hard especially for like 
a little musician from like southern manitoba or something like that it's gotta work hard definitely yeah you have to get your name out there and try to get at any show possible and just it's a hard business and especially in like the winter season right now in manitoba it's especially cold and you can't do nothing right now plus covid has put a damper on a lot of stuff too so it's like Yeah. yeah so that's that's kind of also what has led me to uh work more in the studio because like before this the summers you know they'd be full of like playing in music festivals and fundraisers and different events right with my bands but you know since covid i mean even now it's just hard the live the live shows are just not the same as yeah. what they were so you know i think it's kind of cool if i can do this from my home and on my own at this point you're making it then basically a lot of the musicians are popped off from like home and everything like even mm-hmm. that you could probably like get off of like twitch or like youtube that's a lot of how most of the big name artists they got their name out look at justin bieber he got yeah big off of youtube and all the social media and everything i know a lot more new musicians are getting big off of tiktok and even like twitch and that now exactly. so it's like you got to expand your horizons now and there's a new game in the industry that a lot of artists don't know about and it's it's cool if you yeah if you... see i was really influenced by mac demarco because on his all of his records he plays like all the instruments he records it himself in his studio uh he mixes it so i don't know i just think it's fun yeah i love that i love that so much wow okay so like what's the writing process for like your stuff in the studio and everything like do you like do anything special at all or do you have like a routine or anything like how do well, you do it uh First, you have to go out into the full moon and no, just kidding. <laughs> so uh, it's kind of different for me for every song, but I generally start on the guitar and it's usually also starts with a feeling for me. So I kind of try and express myself on the guitar and mess around with different progressions and see what feels right and feels wrong. And then usually once I kind of have a chord progression developed then i'll go in with the lyrics and see what i want to do and then i kind of add the other parts from there sometimes i'll get someone else to play the other parts um i'm still in touch with my drummer from wild days jack penner um he's going to be doing some drum work on some of my tracks coming out this or next year Okay, so it, it's just play by ear game for you, basically, for what you do yeah. for your writing process. Okay, that's that's different, and I like that because like you don't know how your writing process is going to be turning out at this point. Maybe the new move yeah. will help you out. Who knows? I like, mean, maybe it will, but to me, like every song is just different. So yeah. I just do what feels right. Exactly. That's that's the main point, and you have to have fun with making music. That's a lot exactly. of these writers nowadays are like, yeah, like there's they're stuck in a label so they have a contract so it's like okay we have to go in the studio we don't have time to just have fun with it they're just like nah 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 we gotta get this done and it's just like nah you're independent you get to have fun with this that's the main yeah, thing yeah exactly and i mean at the same time i still do try and keep myself you know disciplined and on track and everything mm-hmm. but i mean you have to be able to express your ideas how they come out so yeah yeah okay so what do you do on your pastime when you're not working on music at all silas well 
whenever I'm not working on music, I'm at my day job, unfortunately, oh. at this point. Um, yeah, I work at a grocery store. I'm a produce produce clerk, another <laughs> one of those labels. Um, yeah. yeah, so I basically uh, stock vegetables and fruits all day. Um, it's not what I want to be doing, but mm-hmm. I'm hoping eventually, you know, I can just drop that and I'll be able to, you know, have diverse revenue streams so yeah. that I can just do music full time. I, I know a couple people that were the protos people for musicians and they've been <laughs> blown up. So you could be the next one, Silas. So who knows? I did work in, what is it? Superstore. And I was the deli clerk and I had friends in protos. So like, yo, I know the business. It's not a fun <laughs> business. Retail no, is not, not fun. Ideal. It's not the ideal, but whatever pays the bills. I guess. Yep. Pays the bills, funds the music right now. So hey. it works. It works. It works. That's the main thing. So what do you just suggest to someone getting into music, trying to pick up a guitar or like a bass or drums? Like, what do you suggest to someone new? Well, I suggest personally to listen to a lot of the older records. Hmm. I mean, that's that's how I grew up. And I mean, not that there's anything wrong with some of the music today, but a lot of it, if it's kind of more of the mainstream type thing, it's it i mean a lot of it just sounds the same right yeah like um, it's repetitive that's what i've noticed with a lot of the new mainstream yeah. pop stuff it's like so i feel like every every person has to kind of discover this themselves within the instrument that they want to play and kind of create their own style but i think it's important to have a lot of uh influences around you not just you know famous ones but people you know that you can actually get together with and learn from if you have like a friend or a father or anyone that's like who's musicianly talented even like if you're in school right now i say like if your music teacher talk to them i say that's a good influence to help you out too like exactly i mean it's helped me a lot so Mm -hmm. i mean even if they're not necessarily a musician i think any artist will be able to pick up something provide some Helpful tips. Helpful tips. Maybe something like one <laughs> little tip. They'll help. Maybe They'll just help. just something. Just you know. Something. You never <laughs> know. So, what are like? Is there any artists in particular that you hope to work with in the future at all, or no? Hmm, that's a good question. Hmm. Uh, see, right now, I just kind of want to start building it with uh, myself and also my friends. Yeah. Um, the guitar player from. My first high school band, Controlled Chaos, me and him still get together almost on a weekly basis to, you know, write Ooh. write music and stuff. So, yeah, no, I just think right now I'm just going to kind of keep collaborating with people at, at my level. And uh, I have some friends from the city as well that uh, I'd like to do some work with. That'd be good. But, um, yeah, I also want to produce for as many people as I can okay so like anyone so do you want to produce with people in the city or out of the city like how do you want to like branch out i guess how how are you looking at that then honestly like i try and just look everywhere like mm. right now i mean it's it's so easy with everything being like online and everything you can reach out to people like easier than ever before so i mean whether it's an email or something 
just building that relationship with a person, I think is really important. Yeah, that's, that's the main thing. Yeah, that's, you got to branch out some point or somehow and everything. So emails, a good tactic, I guess. There's also websites I know, like there's one sites, um, there's a couple of them. There's one that's a rock one I know called Featured X. I don't know if that's producer or mixers and everything. I know that's for like guitar players and bass players and everything. It's okay. just instrumental work. I know that's more in the rock metal influences, but like there's one site that I know that's like part of Spotify's and and it's called Sound Better and you could get Oh, I've yeah, heard of that. Sound Better is a very good platform I've heard and it's very useful for a lot of musicians that are looking to get like producers, mixers, engineers as well as guitar players. Anything to do with any musician standpoint, it'll help you out. Like even yourself, you could probably even put yourself yeah. on there and get paid. Yeah, no, to I do think yourself. I actually looked into. I think it was that site actually. I yeah. think I looked at that at one point, but yeah. it's like like I said, you know, it's it's so much easier these days to reach out to anyone. Like even if you just start by commenting on their post or replying to their story or anything like that, right? Yeah, that's. That's how you can get in with a lot of people in this day and age and in the industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what are some your favorite artists that you did get to work with so far in like your start of your music career already, I guess? Well, I have really liked working with uh, Thunder McVeigh. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we released a song, Passing Time. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he's friends with uh, a group of guys also from the city uh, post-war. I don't know if you've heard of him. Heard He's a rapper. Yeah. Uh, Sonny Darko and a guy named Akram. And uh, yeah, we kind of all have been working together over the last few months and, you know, just supporting each other and, you know, collaborating where we can. Mostly me and Thunder have been doing doing some work, but I also do really like working with my friend Noah controlled chaos okay okay what do you think will be the next project you're going to be working on with these individuals like what are you guys looking towards i guess well uh right now me and noah because we're Mm -hmm. kind of at the same point right you're both in the band i've been in another one since then but um we've always kind of been there for each other we've known each other for like a very long time yeah or we started the bands and everything. And so we're both kind of just trying to support each other. And um, I'm trying to kind of get a few singles out to kind of lead into an EP, hopefully by the end of next year. And I believe, you know, he's wanting to put out an EP as well. So we're mostly just trying to work on our own stuff. But we're also, you know, working on some songs that might come out as singles uh now and in between then uh same with me and thunder as well Ooh, okay, okay there's not anything specific like for certain yet but i think it's in the works in the works okay so like there is an ep on the way okay mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and it's it's coming i've got like most of the songs completely written it's just yeah, uh, just recording, recording, and mixing, and mixing. mastering, and then all that jazz, marketing. It's it's a hassle. all of it. It's a, yeah, it's and you know, I want to make sure I do it right as well because I don't want to just put something out there if if it's not to the the fullest of my potential. Yeah, like the song that I've been recording today, 
I think I've started recording like this is probably the fourth or fifth time. Mm. Yeah, I just really want to get it to sound perfect how I want it to, yeah. or how I envision it to. Yeah, like what I've found out from a lot of people, it's hard for promotion in this city for the new artists and everything. It's very hard to get your name out here in mm-hmm. Manitoba in general, but like. If it's, like, out of province, I've heard it's, like, better. I don't know why, but it's just, like, it's better promotion out of province than bloody in province. I don't know why. It just is, like, that way. So, it's, like, there's yeah, it's, there's it's ways a weird to do rule. it. It's a weird rule, and it's a weird way on seeing how it works on that standpoint. But, like, it's just on your on yourself to, like, look at other provinces as well for promotion as well, maybe. So, yeah. So, yeah. That's what I, mean, I suggest. Like, again, that's that's a nice thing with everything online. If you're running ads or or whatever, I mean, to me, unfortunately, uh, one of the biggest things these days is social media. Yeah, I I mean, it's a gift. I will say that. But, um, you know, back in the day, you didn't really have any of that. So you had to just kind of go out and play your shows and put out your records and hope for the best kind of do it, you know that way but social media is also a gift um there's also a lot of you know negative stuff yeah that comes with it but yeah Yeah. i think that i mean on tiktok or like you were saying youtube or twitch or whatever Mm -hmm. it's a lot more easy to get discovered that way right in a sense yes but at the same time no because yeah it is helpful but it's still a curse very saturated yeah (laughs) it's saturated but also it's still hard to get your name out there and push like for instance i've also talked to a lot of these musicians and everything like tiktok is like a lot of the youtube like if you do watch promotion videos on youtube and everything about like music uh promotion standpoint they're all gonna say oh yeah tiktok is the number one platform you have to (laughs) go and promote yourself the next year i'm like guys there's another platform that a lot of these musicians have not looked at youtube shorts that is blowing up right now so that That i have not uh experimented with but i've looked into it so i say experiment on that because not many people have and it's a new platform that just got introduced like this past year so it's like might as well capitalize it on it's brand new yeah it's starting to get pushed out so i say experiment with that and see how that goes i know some people will try that out so i hope that does help i really hope but yeah that would be great yeah so what is your favorite show you think you've played so far silas Oh, man. Well, uh, just off the top of my head, I think probably my last show with Wild Days. Okay. It was at the uh, PWN uh, Hall in Winkler, Manitoba. Okay. Um, it was part of a fundraiser for the Back 40 Festival. And it was kind of like a, I think they called it Winkler City Limits, like based off Austin City Limits. But it was a bunch of local bands you know, giving them a shot to kind of showcase themselves. And uh, that was, yeah, when I was yeah. with Wild Days. So I think that that show really captured who we are, who we who we were, I guess. Who you were, yeah. Um, we played a lot of our original music at that. Mm. So, yeah, and the lights and everything, it was just a really everything good night. That's good. I like that. What is your dream tour, though? Oh, man. <laughs> well, I would love to tour... North America, first of all. Oh, yeah. Of um, 
and I would love to go all over the world when I can. Is there a specific lineup that you want to bring on with your tour? I've thought about that. <laughs> I think I would probably have to get my dad to uh, open up for me with some acoustic stuff, and Ooh. I think that would be pretty sweet. But I haven't put too much thought into uh, you know other bands I could join. I mean, obviously, there's the dream ones, but... <laughs> well, that's the hope. You hope to... Yeah with the dream ones you know but exactly. that's that's one step in that direction you know but so Absolutely. do you think you'll tour out of province in the next like couple of years at all silas or not i'm hoping to i yeah. mean as soon as all this stuff outside is over i'm i'm definitely hoping to you know get out there and play as many shows as i can mm -hmm. but you know it's nice right now in a way obviously i miss playing shows everyone does yeah but it also gives me a chance to kind of you know really uh work on that live aspect of it so that when you know things do finally open up again i can go in like full force on my best game yeah that'll be good i really am excited to see your next live performance when i get a chance to and just see how well you've improved yourself the last time i saw you and just in general like see where your direction is going and i'm excited for that when that does yeah. happen so i'm super excited yeah yeah bankside that was the last show last like did? real show that i played wow. uh, we had one scheduled for september sometime that got canceled. canceled at the last minute but i was supposed to have like a full band backing me and we were going to play some of my songs so it was going to be like my first chance to you know show my my original songs live because obviously I, I can't play all the parts myself. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. That yeah. was that was really sad. Yeah, I did not even know about that. Wow, that's that's rough. That's mm -hmm. sorry about that. But Yeah. So I did listen to Passing Time, and it's very much like I don't know if you know the band Wallows, but mm -hmm. it gave me that Wallows vibe, but like with a groove rock so tell me how passing cool. time came to be basically well thunder and i had actually not even met in person hmm. uh before we recorded that so or i guess like until after i think even i think we met a little bit before it was released but we'd done the whole thing um yeah it started with him sending me an instrumental uh, it was with the keys and the drums and everything. Um, he couldn't play guitar because he had uh, surgery on his arm. So he was like, okay, well, you know, we had been talking over the last few months. He's a photographer as well. So we had been planning to do a shoot. Still haven't gotten around to it yet, but <laughs> we started talking or whatever. And he sent me this instrumental and asked if I would play some guitar on it. So uh, yeah, I picked it up and uh, recorded my parts over that sent those files back to him he kind of arranged it sent that back to me and then I added uh, my vocals on the chorus and he recorded his vocals and then we both kind of uh, took part in mixing it and uh, just like that we had a song completely done virtually dang dang Are you yeah that one that one happened pretty quick so yeah that's good are you gonna be like probably planning on more stuff with thunder probably with his stuff and then your stuff probably yeah like, i yeah. think 
I think there's definitely going to be uh, more uh, collaborations and releases mm. out there with both of us in the future. It'd be good. I want to see like a full entire like EP between you two. Like I know a lot of artists have done that. Like it's just like, oh, that would, that would be sweet. Yeah, or even like an album in general. There's yeah. like collaboration albums, dual albums, and that. So yeah, like the Silk Sonic album. I don't know if you listen to that at all with yeah. uh, Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. That mm-hmm. was a pretty good album. That was a good album. That's a really good album, actually. I love that album to death. It was good. Um, so. I so you are working on the new music of course so like if you didn't have music in general if you didn't believe in music in general so like if you what would you be doing right now if it wasn't for music basically well um i think i would probably be a filmmaker i have also really uh enjoyed that i haven't worked on it in a long time but when i was younger i always had fun putting videos together and you know, writing these scripts and these stories. But um, yeah, no, I haven't, haven't had a chance to work on it lately, but I think that's probably what I would want to do if it weren't for music. Nice. So like, film. okay. So would you like to be like for a director for movies or like for music videos or like, what would you probably- I think, I think I just wanted to make movies. Okay. Yeah. What what kind of movies though? That's the thing. Like drama movies, action mm. movies. Was was mm. there specific? Well, I really like thriller movies mm. and fantasy movies, but oh. those are like a lot harder to make. Yeah. So I'd probably make thrillers. I think. Yeah. We need to see the Silas thriller. Maybe maybe, maybe we can do a music and film project. Who knows? Ooh, 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 ooh. Let's see it in the next year. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> so I don't know. About that one. <laughs> I don't. I don't think they'll. Maybe, maybe two or three years down the road. But <laughs> so, what do you? So, what do you think when you hear the music music industry as a whole right now? So, like labels, streaming, everything right now. Like, what do you think when you hear that like term, Silas? Well, uh, I think it has its pros and its cons. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the labels the bigger labels are not treating the artists right and Mm. i mean even with streaming like it's so hard to make any kind of money off of spotify streams or or anything like that so it's unfortunate but um i also think that the independent labels are really coming up on the rise so i think that's a good thing because a lot of them at least give the artists more say in what they want to do and treat them a lot better from what i've heard so do you think you'll like sign a record deal or a label or anything in the possible future i could see it happening but it would i it would have to be the right deal (laughs) yeah yeah i i agree with that but like yeah that's the main thing like you have to have the right deal you have to be creative with your music like i know a lot of these artists that i've talked to it's like yo they're stuck in this contract and they've hated it and then they just go off the radar and everything. It's just been, yeah. it's been hard for a lot of these artists that are like new independent. And it's just, it's been terrible. It's been terrible yeah. last like decade really for these artists. No, certainly. I mean, I was approached by a management company early last year. Mm. and Like they approached me and wanted to set up a meeting because they were interested in uh, signing me. Right. Yeah. So I gave them the time of day, mm-hmm. you know, 
went on a phone with them and uh, my parents were there as well because at the time I was still 17. So they had to be there. But uh, it sounded great and everything. I mean, it wasn't a scam. It didn't like really seem fake. But then they sent the contract over and we had that looked over and it, it was just one of those ones that would have completely locked me in. And so I'm really glad I didn't sign mind, that. Mind me asking how, okay, what was, is there a way that I can know about this contract? So like, was it like a lock and deal or like what, what yeah, did the contract th- say basically, if you can? It was like something like, like, let's say I wanted to do a show with, you know, the old blues band. Mm-hmm. Like we only would get together in the summers because one of the uh, players, he also lives in Halifax. Yeah. Uh, So like, let's say I just wanted to do a little show on my front porch with them. Yeah. I would not be able to do that without this company's permission. And I would not have uh, the chance to leave the deal. I think in like four years, I think I was locked in for, they could pull out at any time but I wouldn't be able to. And I think the the percentages were just not very fair. Not fair. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. But I've not heard any, any contracts about that, about shows and everything. So that's, that's new to my ears about hearing about that. So that, that really sucks. So that's, I think, I think they wanted to make me into more of a pop star. Um, (gasps) Oh, (laughs) <laughs> well good thing you didn't do that so that's good hey maybe if down the road things don't work out Silas you still oh uh, maybe I'll uh you know they actually the funny thing is I had said no very politely mm-hmm. very very politely yeah and uh didn't get a response until months later I got a message saying that how I responded was so rude and then, but then they asked me again if I would consider it. So I just didn't even respond to that. <laughs> oh, dang. I think I got blocked too. Oh. Yeah. Well, well, I guess there's no chance of you becoming a pop star. Guess not. I guess not. Sorry, folks. It's, it's, it's sorry, everyone. Silas is not going to become a pop star. No. Dang. So, so what are your thoughts about like, any suggestions to like artists that are looking into getting these contracts at all? Like, what do you think what they should be doing? What, what are your suggestions, Silas? As a- I would definitely say get someone to look it over. I had uh, Heather Bishop, the same lady who uh, taught that one course that I did. Uh, she looked over it. That's actually how I made the connection with her uh, mm. through my girlfriend's family. Cause they know her. And Whoa. um yeah, I would really just say have someone look it over, not just a lawyer, but like someone that knows the arts. The arts. <laughs> so there's a lot of like language in it that can totally, you know, mess you up. And the way things are worded, it can make it seem like it's good, but then hmm. it's just, it just it's doesn't just work. Yeah. 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 Okay. So do you, okay. So do you really think artists should stay more independent or do you think they should go to labels or contracts or anything along those lines? I mean, I don't, I don't think like 
in all cases there's anything wrong with signing to that. It mm-hmm. also I think depends with what you know that said artist wants to do with their career and where they want to where they want to go. But um, yeah, I think it is cool to stay independent, and I think a lot of artists should try putting in the work themselves <laughs> because it's not easy. But I think that it's important to know how it's done. Yeah, it's it's good to know those people and to have people around you to help you out with that kind of stuff. And it's just at least at first. At yeah, at first, and then try to expand after that. But like for for sure, I say right now in this day and age, like I know what is it? What is it? One band in particular that if I'm more on the metal side of things, so I know like a right. couple of the bands and everything. But like I know one band in particular, The Word Alive. They just went independent. So I'm like, oh, that's interesting. When they've been in the music industry for about almost like 15 years, 20 years, that has been on labels every single year, but now go independent. So it's like they have the fan base to back them up now to go independent, which is great. So it's like, might as well look into that. Some people, you know, they're able to do it independently too. Like you look at Brent Fias, I mean, he's huge and he's completely independent. So yeah, yeah, independent the way to go maybe nowadays. So maybe, maybe, maybe unless we we both get signed to a contract, then we're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this video is gonna get deleted then. <laughs> My whole entire podcast will get deleted. <laughs> canceled. I, yeah, I'm yeah. getting canceled now at this point. Um, so if you could have your listeners, fans remen- remember you, one thing about yourself, Silas, what would it be? I would like to be uh, remembered for my message, which is always peace and love. Treat everyone with peace and love, because when you do that, I mean, good things always come back to you. I mean, there's some bad things, but uh, we're not going to talk about that. But just try and be as positive as you can. Obviously, I I would love to be remembered for my music Mm -hmm. and for making a difference in the world, a more peaceful world and a more unified world. I love that. I love that. Promote. Do you have any like artists that you want to like promote at all in like Manitoba or Winnipeg or any artists in particular you want to shout out that are smaller? I would. I would like to shout out again to Thunder McVeigh, <laughs> Post War, Sunny Darko. They've got some great tracks out, and oh. they're really working hard at this whole thing. So okay. I'd like to give him a shout out. Noah Gitzel as well. He's been great. He's okay. got. I mean, we've got a song out together, but mm-hmm. uh, it's under Silas Jaworski, mm-hmm. which is my real last name. I don't use that anymore, but it's there if you want to listen to it. Um, and he's going to have some more music coming out in the next year. Awesome. And show yourself out, Silas. Like, what are some stuff that you're working on that you want the people to know about you? Anything in particular at all? I would just like the people to know that there are going to be some singles coming out soon. And I am super excited to finally share it. And, you know, I just want people to stay tuned and see how everything develops. And uh, it's going to lead into an EP or an album. We'll see five, like, way more songs at that point that are good. Then maybe I'll just make it an album. But <laughs> just just watch how it plays out. I love it. Love it. Love it. 